about yourselves. We liked his voice so much, we put it in a podcast. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio. Now, is there a more exciting sound in the world than this? Here we go. Oh, yes. I've got a spinning wheel, producer Claire. Good morning, Glenn. Good morning, Emma. Morning. Good morning. Hey, Matt Dyson. Good morning. Look, I've written our names on it. I've written, shall I use this in every talky bit? <laughs> and then all of our names. Should we spin it and see whose name it lands on? Yeah. Landed on Glenn. Oh. Right. Oh. So what does that mean? <laughs> Nothing. Okay, <laughs> good to know. Not a thing. Um, let's spin it again. Emma. Yes. See what the power of the spinny wheel? Yeah, we just need to know what the stakes are. That's no, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, you'll it's, find it's, out, it's young man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it? it's landed on producer Claire. Yes. Oh. What are these things called anyway? What's the official I'm name? I'm calling for it that? the mini spinning wheel of destiny. Right. It's yeah. landed on Emma again. Wow. Double Emma, which means you have to what tell us what you order from the curry house. <laughs> what do you order when you have a curry? A chicken jalfrezi normally. Oh! And always a peshwari naan. Oh! Um, the reason yes. I ask is because... Matt, it's landed on you. Yes. You took <laughs> your... It really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's landed on producer Dave, but that's, there's no thread to this story otherwise. <laughs> um, you took your children for a curry. Well, yeah. I mean, it's not the first time I've done that. No, but this is like a massive plus in the plus in in the good column. I'm about to become a dad for the first time. We've been so focused on the meconium and the squidgy (laughs) stuff on top of the head, (laughs) but I didn't. No one told me. No one told me. Of course, there'll be a point where I take my child for their first curry. Massive plus. There are some plus points. What do they have? What are many plus points? What does Bess order at the curry house? Well, Bess used. She started on chicken korma. Obviously, that's the entry point for everyone. But now she's getting a bit. Older, she's nearly seven. <laughs> she now knows. She goes, I'll have uh, chicken tikka masala, please. Oh, yeah. The gateway. She's graduated. Yeah. She's yeah. graduated to the next level. This is great. And then you end up being a Jow Frazy lover, like Exactly. Emma, yeah, yeah, that'll be that. She'll be doing that in a few years' time, yeah. I'd imagine. Well, yeah. this is fantastic. Do they have little, do they, have, do they make small naan breads? I always hope they'd make <laughs> small naan breads for <laughs> no, children. Sadly, not. No. So, although I've never asked. Maybe they would. Uh, they love the poppadoms. The mango chutney is all over them. All over them. <laughs> oh, I'm sure I'm <laughs> Literally all over themselves. Before they arrive. <laughs> all over their plates. I mean, Margot, my youngest daughter, we changed her name to Mango. That's nice. <laughs> on the back of it. Margot all. Chutney. But it's Margot's first day at reception today. First proper day at Big School. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's her first September, day today. Yeah, of course. So we like to send her in covered in mango chutney. <laughs> <laughs> it's That's someone right. else's problem now. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Right, here we go again. Here we go, here we go. <gasps> Hang on. You <laughs> didn't recognise the name. You put down Paul, we don't know who Paul is. <laughs> Why is there a member of the team called Paul? <laughs> Paul? Paul, what's <laughs> from the curry house? The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Producer Mark has what can only be described as a colonial. He has a chicken tikka masala <laughs> and a pilau rice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, wow. That's interesting. I'm writing these down like I'm taking an order. <laughs> taking a curry order at 18 minutes past six is very unnerving. We'll I'd take ma- a curry now. Would you eat a curry right now? Yeah. Would you have a jow? Would you go would. full jow frazy? Maybe a tikka masala. Oh, okay. I, I see what you mean. Mm. You've got to keep the jow frazy yeah. for the evening. Yeah. Okay, Long time so. listeners will know your order off by heart pretty much, won't they, Dave? I think. Chicken jow frazy, mushroom, mushroom, mushroom rice. rice. <laughs> <laughs> Bombay, 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 Bombay,
um, I've moved around quite a lot. And I'm at one stage, I moved house about five years ago, and my my previous Indian restaurant rang me to check I was okay because oh. I hadn't used them in two weeks. Oh, oh. no. Yeah. And honestly, I, it called me and said, said, just checking everything's okay, sir. And I was like, just, yeah, yeah, I've, I've moved, but I loved your restaurant, so my love to the family. They're like, okay, cool. Oh. I thought you were ghosting them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah ghosting my I, I, curry house. I think any curry house, any pizza place, would, would, would their profits would increase enormously if they rang round people and went, do you want to order a curry? <laughs> If they proactively yeah. said, do you, do you want to curry it's now? It's such a good marketing like idea. Like sales, sales calls. Yeah. Sales calls, yeah. yes. Well, <laughs> this is like, what... We heard you had an accident in a supermarket. Yeah. <laughs> we heard you really want a gel frazy in a Bombay aloo. <laughs> uh, um, that's a good idea. Glenn, what does um, the star of the Edinburgh Festival, that's you, my friend, mm-hmm. what do you order from the curry house? Chicken madras, pilau rice, Ooh. cheese naan, Ooh. kingfisher. No one saw that coming. Cheese naan. Yeah. Uh, now, wow. in a shocking, shocking revelation, uh, Matt Dyson... Um, you change what you order from the curry house every time you order. Yes, I do. Yes, depending on mood. <laughs> depending <laughs> on mood. Uh, when you eat as many curries as I do, you can't have the same thing every time. You've got to sp- spice things up with a bit of variety. Well, you just like randomly pick things Last up. night I had this new paneer dish I'd never had before, like paneer with tomatoes, coriander and uh, peppers. It was delicious. Mixing it up at the curry house. Now, everybody listening to this wants a curry and it's 20 past six. I think our work here is done. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show with Wix Trade Pro. Ten Liters of Dulux Trade Supermat Emulsion is just £31.50 a tub when you use your Trade Pro discount. Price includes VAT. Always cheaper with Wix Trade Pro. You can email me anytime you like. It's dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. That may sound desperate, but we know that you like to, sh- <laughs> you like to share things you can, on no, this you forum. Can. You really please, can please, email. it's dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. We've tried to make it as simple as we can. Get in touch. Dear Dave, says Rachel in Plymouth, I have a pressing question that I need your help with. The question is, given the choice, why would anyone in their right mind use cling film instead of tin foil? What? Rachel (laughs) goes on to say, I was in the kitchen yesterday with my mother-in-law. She goes to wrap a pork pie to put in the fridge to keep it fresh for later, and instead of making a beeline for the tin foil, like any normal person would, she decides to go straight for the cling film. Who does that? Surely I'm not alone in my thinking. I mean, within reason, you should always go for the strong, versatile packaging behemoth that is the tin foil. I shall never look at Barbara the same way again. All trust is lost. What? This is from Rachel. Well, good morning to you, Rachel. Everyone has both in their house, though, right? Everyone has foil and cling film, so people are using it. Yeah, and I don't really sort of care which one I use. I will use whichever one is closest to me. But do you find find that when you do reach out to whichever one is nearest, and Mm. I'm the same... Do you find that you have more of a you have more of a mission on your hands when you realise you've reached for the cling film? Oh, because no yeah. one has successfully torn a sheet of cling film <laughs> from that serrated bad boy that you are going to lose a finger. Yeah. Um, and successfully yeah. wrapped or whatever it is they're trying to do. When you reach into the drawer and you see you've got the tin foil, there is a moment in your brain when you go, ah. Luckily, I've grabbed for the tin oh, foil. Tin foil is wrapping paper you don't need scissors for. It just tears so Beautiful. well. Whereas cling yeah. film, unless the thing you're trying to wrap is a triangle, it's not going to be easy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Uh, Matt, I mean, I, I know... think I think uh, cling film. The situation has improved a lot in recent years, and it's not as dangerous or hard as it used to be. And if you're say you're opening a pack of ham, right, and you want to put it back in the fridge mm. for later, mm. it needs to be sealed and foil would not create an airtight seal. I agree. There are things that that cling cling film film is better for. Like clinging to a bowl or a plate, it will be more airtight. You want to grill some bacon, you want to lay something down to go on the grill, you do not put cling film down, you'd be an absolute lunatic. (laughs) I I cling film a jacket potatoes for the other. (laughs) So, yeah, foil has its place. Okay, I think that we have an early contender for the Daily Podcast name, the cling film situation, which is is wonderful. Um, When we received this email, um, producer Dave is very much of the opinion that there is no room in this world for cling film. He's a tinfoil kind of guy. We got to talking, could you rob a bank wearing a tinfoil mask? <laughs> could you could you put a, could you wrap tinfoil around your head and make eye holes? It would be better than cling film, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's any more anonymous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. Uh, so we hope that's helped in some way, Rachel. Uh, if you are going to rob a bank, you should definitely use tin foil. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Hi, breakfast team. I use cling film for fridgy things and tin foil for other things. I would not put foil Ooh. in the fridge, oh, says yeah. Nicky yeah, in Slough. That's, that's not a bad rule, that. Apparently, yeah. you were saying, Matt, that, that even open tins, you have half a tin of beans yeah. and you put the tin of beans in the fridge. Yeah. That's a no-go. You shouldn't leave it in no, the No, not tin. in the tin. It tastes no. metallic. Well, not only does it taste metallic, but, metallic, but the uh, iron and tin can dissolve from the can walls into the food and cause illness. So you decant the half-eaten tin of beans into a bowl and <laughs> then some Tupperware, yeah. cling yeah. film them. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Dave, you all need cling to it. enter the world of the cling film dispenser. Oh. Uh, and Victoria uses this. This is how the text finishes. Thank you, Victoria. Changed our world. Wow. Now, we've yeah. looked into the cling how? film dispenser. <laughs> what a large <laughs> part cling film was playing in their lives. <laughs> yeah. It had to be a life changer. Well, you know, but, if this is something you use every day, it's yeah. worth investing in. Um, I always I get slightly confused by people who cling film their suitcases. I always when oh, I see yeah. a cling film <laughs> suitcase, yeah. I'm yeah. dispenser. I think tin yeah. foil your suitcases, people. <laughs> That's what you think to do yeah, <laughs> as it yeah. goes through the the, the little detection. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen anything like it, Sally. Not even like But yeah, I mean, imagine uncling filming your suit. You land in I don't know Barcelona. You're in La Ramblas. You get to your hotel. Yeah. You're ready to go. It's like, I'll be there in two seconds, Fred. I've just got uncling film my suitcase. <laughs> yeah. I put my shorts on. Yeah, um, and then people are putting their suitcases in the fridge which it seems is a sensible <laughs> thing to do. <laughs> The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. 6.52 on your Wednesday morning. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. A charm having you on board. Uh, so Rachel in Plymouth, uh, she sent me an email, which of course you can do anytime about anything, Dave, at absoluteradio.co.uk, about distrusting people who use cling film instead of tin foil. More specifically, in her case, her mother-in-law, Barbara. Babs is in the bad books. Yeah. Uh, and the debate has raged, Matt. What, what have we had recently? Uh, just one text from an anonymous person that just says there is no cling film only foil <laughs> one side of the which debate. is a great slogan on a movie poster <laughs> yeah. it'd be a rubbish film but you know um, there. and Jen says get rid of the stupid box and the cutting edge all you need is the cling film and Jen is a chef so I think maybe what chefs do is they wrap it up in a cling film and then use a sharp knife to just slice down to cut it off that way mm. which is good equally as good as the Lakeland cling foil and uh, and and wrap dispenser so now Lakeland, you like. They're the they ones that often... Thing. 
club together with a TK Maxx, which is like my mecca. Yeah. And then there's in always the, the hobby club. Yeah, 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 which you're not yeah. a fan of. I'm not a fan so of the So where do we craft. stand on Lakeland? Because as soon as Lakeland. I get there, I go straight to TK Maxx and then I leave. Lakeland is great. All the gadgets in there. The so I can get gadgets. a clean film dispenser in there that is chef worthy. You pull it out and then you just press a button down and it cuts it off. And it's effortless. It's amazing. Wow. In my yeah. head, it was a huge wall-mounted thing, a bit like in public bathrooms where it's just one towel that you just have to keep <laughs> yanking down. It's, it is a bit similar to that, actually, but it's not quite as big. Right, but, OK. Yeah. And then you what? You just put a plate of chicken underneath it. Yeah, <laughs> and you're away. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, yeah. The last time I got caught in the gents with a plate of chicken, <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was a terrible effect. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. Well, we received an email, and you can email me anytime you like, dave at absoluteradio.co.uk, about anything you like. And it came from Rachel in Plymouth, who says she has trust issues now with her mother-in-law, Barbara, because Barbara reaches for the cling film instead of the tin foil. And the debate has raged. So we thought we would move this on slightly to, well, finish this sentence. I can't trust anyone who... Dot, dot, dot. 8.12.15, that's the text number. You can tweet us at Absolute Radio. I can't trust anyone who... Matt, let me start with you. Is there a particular um, something that someone does? Uh, I can't trust anyone who puts eyelashes above the headlights of their car. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's becoming more and more a common sight. Oh, there'll be people driving eyelashed <laughs> cars right now <laughs> listening to Yeah, this. like on a pink Renault Clio or a, a Fiat 500. Fiat 500. They just put, I mean, who, why, how, it, how you even get to the stage where you're sticking them to the front of your car. The you fine know. folk at Fiat who have been making cars <laughs> for ho- literally hundreds of yeah, years. Yeah. They don't want you to do that. No. Leave it as it, it is. I cannot understand it. Uh, Emma, um, I can't trust people who... Dot, dot, dot. Have an Android phone instead of an iPhone. <laughs> oh, get out of the media bubble! 85% of the population you I know, I was proved about, wrong on this before. Yeah. I know, but it, it still stands. Still stands. <laughs> I think it, is it is oh, it a fear yeah. of uh, is it a fear of having to work out how to operate it's another a fear of device? The unknown. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they do that weird yeah. password thing where they just squiggle their finger. Yeah. Yeah. It looks so cool though. Yeah, it does yeah. look cool. And there's so many things about an Android phone that I want, but I just I do have the fear of it's an old dog new trick situation for me. I you know I know where I'm at. Yeah, you can't switch. You can't switch. Okay, so we have uh, we have eyelashes on cars, Android phone users, Glenn. Uh, people who say, oh, I was talking to mum earlier, instead of like, I was talking to my mum earlier or right. my dad. I just, <laughs> how many people have you killed? I find it the creepiest thing. I really want to say, like, you know we don't have the same dad. Right. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Uh, for me, I, I can't trust anyone who orders a korma at the curry house. Oh. Right? Unless, unless, of course, Matt, I know you took your children for a curry yesterday. If you're under the age of... If you're under 18, let's go with that. It's a benchmark, isn't it? If you're under oh, 18... No, I'm, I'm on a different side of the table for this. I think Because I have a different curry every time I go. Mm. And I'm against the whole macho curry culture where you have to have the hottest one. Oh, no, Otherwise, what are you doing? I think, you know, so. sometimes there is a time and a place for a little bit of korma on your plate alongside a... I'm a draft. Well, you should order a separate pot of korma sauce in that case. You can't yes, let it be okay, your main yeah, dish. Okay, yeah, can you do fair that? Enough, yeah, yeah fair you, enough, oh, absolutely yeah. you can a, do that. In a ramekin? You can get, you can get, you can get, a, ram- <laughs> you can get a ramekin of Buna sauce just for poppadom use and you get know, whatever other wow, curry you want. That's a game changer. Do you know in uh, Wagamama, if you order the katsu curry, they will give you extra curry sauce for free. <gasps> You just say, can I have an extra pot of curry sauce on the side? And they say, yes, and they do not charge you. Why is it everything we talk about on this show ends up in food tips? (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't matter what topic we're on. (laughs) And then you can take it home and cover it in cling film. Oh, cling film. Well well done. 
so I can't trust anyone who. So far, we've got the references to mums, we've got eyelashes <laughs> on cars, Android phone users, and those who order a korma as their main dish. 8, 12, 15 is the number, and go. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. I can't trust anyone who keeps their loose change in a purse. That's from Dave. I can't trust anyone who chooses smooth peanut butter over chunky. That is from Matt in Greenwich. I can't trust anyone who doesn't move their arms when walking. (laughs) (laughs) That's horrifying. It really is. It's so true. Uh, Like Brick in Anchorman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I can't trust anyone who owns snakes or spiders as pets, says Ron. In yes, Corby. Yeah, fair enough. Um, and Rob in Swanley, I, 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 it says a lot about us as people, but I totally agree with you. I can't trust anyone who hangs loo roll in the incorrect underhand manner. <laughs> True. Yes, yeah, so it goes under, not It's over, currently it? in, the, uh, in the Absolute Radio gents' toilets, we have a, we have a underhanded uh, loo, loo yeah, roll, yeah, yeah, which is bad. Um, I can't trust anyone who thinks Die Hard is not a Christmas film because it is. Uh, the debate rages on. Yeah. Well, no, but the director uh, and Bruce Willis have come out and said both said it's a Christmas film. It is, it is a Christmas right, movie. Yeah. So I think Good. the debate maybe is over. I'm not sure. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio where we're asking you to finish the sentence, I can't trust anyone who... And let's straight away go to Vicky in Blackheath. Good morning to you, Vicky. Good morning. How are you doing today? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Very well, thanks for asking. Thanks for taking the time to talk to us. So, I can't trust anyone who... Go on, Vicky. Unpacks their suitcase on the day that they return from their holiday. (laughs) (laughs) Unpacks the suitcase the day they return from their holiday. I'm one of those people, Vicky, I have to confess... Okay, I didn't have you down if someone as organised as that. No, I'm I'm, a, I'm terrible. I know that's how I come across on air. That's good to know. I'll make a little note of that. No, I'm 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 terribly OCD for that. Ooh, I can. We can sometimes be two weeks post holiday and still what? Have just leave it all a bag spilling full of out. Clothes. Yeah, still have it. I could. Emma's back. actually coming out in hives. Actually, I love it. It makes me feel happy. I just think, yeah, let's just leave it. Leave oh, it a bit no. longer. No. I'll get around to that it one It makes day. me feel happy to get my clothes straight in the wash. Yeah. Straight oh. in the wash and stuff that maybe hasn't been worn when you've, you've taken a holiday gets hung up straight away and that way I know I'm good to go. I've had a great holiday. Maybe I've got a little bit of a tan. I'm good to go. <laughs> no. I disagree I've, I've with that. Yeah. You disagree yeah. with that? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Vicky. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Vicky. <laughs> so, Vicky, how, how, how long will you leave it before you unpack your case when you return from your holiday? I'd say at least 48 hours. 40 yeah. And then I'll just wash all the clothes, even if they've not been worn. It just all goes in together. Just yes. all, just chuck it all in together. Okay. Yeah. Um, Vicky, thank you very much indeed for coming on the show today. You have yourself a wonderful day. It's been lovely talking thank with you. you. Thank you. you. Yeah, thank S- you. Bye. Bye now. Bye bye. So that's, I mean, I'm glad we're mm. on the same page with this, Emma. Uh, I don't trust anyone who overstirs sugar in their tea from Perry <laughs> in East Dulwich. Oh, mm. understirring is more of a problem for yeah, me. I agree. Both yeah. issues. Um, yeah. I can't trust anyone who leaves the volume on an odd number. Oh, oh God, oh, my God. Oh, yes. Psychopath. <laughs> yeah. It. 
Oh, does this apply to all of us? Yeah, yes. it's got no. to go up in, it's, no. or it's got to go up in fives. I don't even look at the number. Producer Dave goes up in fives. Yeah. Yeah, okay. It's ridiculous. It's, do you think it's ridiculous? I don't it's even look at the number. It's what the volume yeah. is. I don't yeah. care about no, that. No, just an even number. It has <laughs> not to even it's, e- it's easy to do an even number. I used to do it a, a, according to my age, but as things have gone on, the TV's getting louder. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Um, anyone who ties a jumper around their necks, I can't trust anyone <laughs> yeah. who doesn't drink hot drinks from Sam oh, in Mansfield. Yes. Yeah. I can't trust anyone who says they don't like the taste of water. That's from Leanne in London. It's tasteless. <laughs> Um, I can't trust anyone who, when they walk, they bounce on the balls of their feet. <laughs> From Lee and Bates. Giving them that slight little lift yeah, as they, as they move along. The uh, thank you very much, Dee. Keep them coming. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. There's a lot of trust issues amongst our listeners, <laughs> yeah. which I really like, because we're exactly the same as you guys. Don't you worry about that. Um, Gordy uh, in Coombe Hill says, I can't trust anyone who puts their socks and T-shirt on before their pants in the gym changing. Yeah, it's not a good look, is it? No, get your pants on. But I think you should put your pants on under the towel as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm one of those. Well, well, certainly when you're on the beach. I mean, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. yeah, Well, I'm (laughs) saying, (laughs) though, unless you're under the age of six, definitely. Awkward shimmy. Yeah, you got. I saw when I was in Sardinia. I saw a guy do the awkward shimmy, but he used the the sun lounger. He sat on and did it. Did it effortlessly. Really? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, even though I didn't need to change. I did it straight after I witnessed him doing it. It was fantastic. Um, I can't trust anyone who takes their Christmas tree down on Boxing Day. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, from that's Mike from Manchester. That's it for another year. That yeah, kind of attitude's horrible. not right, is it? I can't trust anyone who wears a smart suit but with ropey old trainers, yeah. says Matt. It's well, a bit of a yeah. look that's coming, isn't it? I can't trust anyone who avoids the gaps between the paving slabs. <laughs> Will in Surbiton. That's so true. Have you got any over there, Matt? Oh, there's loads. Uh, people who say, I borrowed him some money instead of lent him <laughs> some money. Yeah, that's Uh, Uh, On the changing room subject, Steve in Nottingham can't trust anyone who uh, uses hair dryers on anything other than their head. (laughs) And I've seen that before. Yeah, even though though it's not making any contact, it's still really unpleasant. I once had to dry my whole body with the dryer because I forgot my towel. (laughs) (laughs) I am that person. Is that acceptable? (laughs) You just stand there and go... I I once stayed at a hotel where it didn't provide towels and I learned that it takes exactly one roll of loo roll to dry me entirely. <laughs> <laughs> what are you six three? Yeah, yeah, I thought yeah. so. Yeah, that's good. Very breakfast show with Wix. Right now at Wix, there's fifty percent off kitchen showroom units when you buy five or more. Let's do it right. It is our birthday month. We are 10 years old this month here at Absolute Radio. Uh, and one of the many things we're doing is asking you to pick your favourite song of the last decade. As played here on Absolute Radio, you voted in your thousands. Soon, Leona will be bringing you the top 100. And let me tell you right now, it is quite the selection of tunes. You have voted well. I've had a little sneaky peek. And with that in mind, it is time for the snappily titled Higher or Lower Absolute Radio 10th Birthday Game. So I've taken 10 songs from the past decade, mixed them up a little bit, and all you need to do, Glenn and Emma, is tell me, did the song come out after the previous song, that's higher, or before the previous song, that's lower? Uh, Emma, you are our returning champion. We did this a few weeks ago and you beat Matt Dyson. I think Matt beat me. Oh, really? Really? Yeah, Yeah. I I was going to claim it, but I felt it wasn't fair. 
Uh, I think you might be right. But anyway. <laughs> but anyway, okay. I'll probably win this one. Should, so we, it's fine. should we stick with Emma versus Glenn or should we mix it up last minute? Okay. <laughs> no, let's stick with Emma. Um, it's just, I like the, in the, the second studio, the studio behind the glass, and I look at you two beautiful mm. people in there. Thank I you. just know how competitive you are. Oh, yeah. Uh, Glenn. I'm not casting any exposure against your character, but in the past you have been known to Google a few things from time to time when in the yeah. midst no, of No, there have been allegations. No, that's true. <laughs> that's true. I can, can I, see his screen now. May I bing? <laughs> you know, may not bing and Jeeves shall not be asked. Okay, so uh, here we go. Emma, we're going to start with you. Okay. And, and I appreciate your honesty, by the way. That's very good of you. Um, we've got A Punk by Vampire Weekend. Here we go, a little blast for you. It came out on the 28th of Feb, 2008. Now, I hope everyone's playing along at home. Did Kasabian's fire come before or after A-Punk? Is it higher or lower? I think higher. You're saying higher. You're absolutely right. Released on the 1st of June, 2009. But Emma, did MGMT Kids... Come before or after Kasabian's fire, higher or lower? I think lower. You're saying lower. You're absolutely right. 13th of October 2008. Well done. Smash it. <laughs> higher or lower? Arcade fire. Everything now. What a selection of tunes. Higher or lower? <laughs> this is the easiest one. What was the date on the previous song again? Um, MGMT Kids was released on the 13th of October 2008. Higher or lower? Arcade Fire, everything now. I don't know. <laughs> Come on, Em. Matt, what are you saying? No, 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 no. No, no what, what, you, what are you doing? doing? Oh, no, no. I'm just going to point the yeah. fuck down. And point I, th- I think it's... <laughs> pointing I think, up and down. I think it might be higher. <laughs> Do you think so? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> OK, <laughs> this means that Glenn gets an ask of Matt. So That's we're going to have that in his okay. He's giving me evils. It was, it was higher. And finally, for the complete set, higher or lower, rag and bone man, human. <laughs> Higher. Newer. Is that newer? Higher. Higher or lower? Higher. Than the 28th of July, 2017. Higher or lower, Emma? Higher. Higher. Don't look at Matt Dyson. Look at me. (laughs) You're saying higher. Higher, 100%. It's lower. (laughs) So you got three out of four. And one of those you got a little bit of help with. As I say, Glenn, you've earned your Ask a Matt, which is kind of like phone a friend, but Matt's just here. Okay, so here we go. We're going to begin with Lonely Boy by the Black Keys. We do play some big old tunes on this radio station, don't we? That came out on the 26th of October, 2011. But... Was Mumford and Sons' Little Lion Man before or after? Higher or lower? Oh, God, I think it's lower. I think it was before that. I think it was around about 2010, 11. 11th of August, 2009. It is lower. Well done, yes. Glenn. Okay. Don't forget, you've got an Oscar Matt in the yeah, bag yeah. still. OK, higher or lower than August 2009, the Ting Tings, That's Not My Name. I saw them in 2008 perform this song, so it's lower. 
It is lower. 12th of May, 2008. Everyone saw the Ting Tings perform this song in 2008. It's really bizarre. Secret, it was a secret gig, so I didn't ask for it. But it was... <laughs> they were probably I was delighted. At... Absolutely delighted. They were probably at someone's university or something. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's May 2008. Higher or lower, The Killer's The Man, which, by the way, got one of my votes. Higher the by a the decade. These are so much easier than mine. No, 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 your arcade fire one, it was like eight years. Yeah. I, this is definitely higher. This is, of course, higher. It only came out in June 2017 <laughs> of last year, so yes, very good. And finally, higher or lower, Coldplay, something just like this. Oh, man. Get it wrong, get it wrong, get it wrong, get it wrong. Now, Glenn... You've got an ask a I'm gonna, I mean, I'm going to ask him. Uh, I'm going to ask him uh, uh, regardless. Well, this is when they sort of went a bit dancey, isn't it? But uh, what was the last one again? What the last year? one was the 14th of June, 2017. And now we're looking for Coldplay, something just like this. I think there's a chance it, it was more recent. I think this song might have come out this year. Yeah. Go higher. Then. Yeah, I think I'm going to go higher. You've asked the Matt. Emma did the same and it helped him. And now you've asked him again. You've gone higher. Higher or lower than the 14th of June 2017, I can reveal that Coldplay, something just like this, was released on the 22nd of February 2017. It's lower. We need tiebreaker. You you do, you've got three. Unfortunately, we didn't prepare a tiebreaker, so uh, let's just all be friends. (laughs) The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Every once in a while, we will say or do something that requires us to immediately hand in the cool badge. Tell us your situations. It could be an innocuous moment, but maybe your friends and colleagues have picked up on it. The number is 81215, and... You know, in the interest of fairness, I'd like to get the ball rolling. Um, whilst watching the new, uh, I think it's on the BBC, it's called Bodyguard. Oh, yes, yeah, excellent. Yeah, watching, yeah, that. watching, yeah, it, watching yeah, that. Very good, yeah. Yeah, um, so there's a, there's a guy who is a, is a vet. He comes back to the UK. He gets a job in the police, a security yeah. guy. He does an amazing piece of heroics on a train, and therefore he gets to look after the home secretary. And yeah. uh, I won't, do, no plot spoilers here. But there's a moment in it, it's a really great drama, well worth watching. There's a moment in it where he was, it was an action packed scene, and I was watching it on, on Sunday evening. Yeah. And he's running down the streets, and I swear to you, there's a bit where he runs past a series of wheelie bins. And they were all in door number order. And I went, <laughs> now that's a lovely selection of wheelie bins. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wow. But I'm, I, you know what I'm like? I'm a stickler yeah, for having the wheelie are. bins in house order. Yeah. Um, you know, in house number order. I, wow. Sometimes when I, 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 honestly, when the bin people have been and I see that they've, why, why would you put seven next to four? Yeah. <laughs> <Make any sense? laughs> I have to change that Did immediately. you do Bane again just then? <laughs> <laughs> Bane's always going to make, why are my wheelie bins? Really why are my wheelie bins in the wrong order? <laughs> <laughs> I was born to renumber the bench. Um, anyway, so this is this is my call badge handed in because I, I just looked at my, my wife just tutted at me. And you said that you actually uttered. I those actually words. said that was, that's a nice that's good numbering of wheelie bins. <laughs> Something along those lines. Nice attention to detail. Um, isn't it? Have you had yeah. to hand in the call badge, Matt? Uh, well, now I'm in my early forties. I'm handing him in on a pretty much daily basis. Just <laughs> yesterday. Uh, Emma made a pun about a rapper called Cardi B. Mm. And I'd never heard of her. I had to ask who Cardi B was. Right. And I thought it was I thought Cardi was something you wore in the winter months. Oh, yeah. give me the badges. <laughs> give Sounds me the badges. So, yeah, exactly. And I think I said something like to try and make myself seem cooler. I know who Childish Gambino is. <laughs> I mean, is that <laughs> But then we have a new producer called Mark who's come over yes, from hello, the, Mark. the youth world. 
he worked at Radio One where all the kids work and everything. So yeah. you're an expert on Bacardi B. Mm-hmm. And you were yeah. telling me what her name means? Well, there was a rumour that her name, and this circulated at Radio One, that her name stood for cardiovascular bronchitis. Right. <laughs> strange, right. strange choice for a rap name. Mm. And she has a special noise that she makes. She does. Least. Pretty much after every sentence she says, she goes... Brr! <laughs> so that's oh, her signature wow. move. Who's this childish Gambino you speak of? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there we go. That's our Cardi B correspondent, Mark. Lovely having you on board, Mark. It really is. Hi, Dave, Matt, Emma, and Glenn. On a holiday in St. Lucia with my family, including my two cool sons, aged 10 and 12, a Rastafarian came up to me, offered his fist, and said what I thought was speck. I said. <laughs> I said, hi, Speck, I'm Pete. (laughs) He was actually saying respect. The boys have never let me forget it, and I've not been called since from Pete in Ascot. Hi, Speck, I'm Pete. (laughs) (laughs) The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Uh, Let's go to the team, shall we? Uh, So, Matt, we've we've solved the Cardi B issue, uh, which is a good name for the daily podcast. Um, Emma, have you had to hand in the call badge? I did possibly one of the most nerdy things this week that I have ever done. Do tell. I bought a book explaining the history behind all the tube stop names in London. I d- and uh, don't tell me you've never wondered, because you I, have. I love it. I'm, mm. a, I'm fascinated by, by this. Is there anything you've learnt from this? But Have you read the book yet? <clears throat> Let me tell you why. Mile End, a station I frequent often. Yeah. It's yeah. called Mile End. It's uh, because it's um, about a mile away from Aldgate on the Colchester Road. See, I, I mean, I mean, we both know you do have to hand in your call cool bag. <laughs> I do. Yeah. But just between us, privately, I love this. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, I wow. do love this. But yes, you, your badge. Give me the yeah. badge, Glenn. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, quite, quite Go significantly. Go on then. So on on Sunday night, I was still in, I was still in the south of France, and I was at the airport, and I was trying to make my way back to London, and the flight was delayed. And me and my girlfriend were really, really bored, and there was no information, had no idea why our flight was delayed. And she was like, "Why don't we tweet the the, the airline?" Um, and I thought, well, we noticed in the airport there was a large slide that went from like the restaurant level, and it was like a kid slide that went down to the ground floor. I said, "Would it be funny if I, like you film me going down the slide, and then I emerge and say, why is our flight delayed?'" Um, and we film that and send it to them. But it it meant I I did have to go on the slide. And it was obviously meant for kids, so I had to queue up amongst... It was like, kid, 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 six foot three man, kid, kid, kid. Horrible. Horrible experience. Okay, give, me, give me the badge. Give me More the badge. More embarrassing for your girlfriend that she had to stand and film it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And every time, every time someone who didn't come... Every time a kid came down who wasn't me, she'd be like, no, I'm, fil- I'm sorry, I'm filming a stranger. Like, sorry, sorry, sorry. Why the six takes? That's, yeah, yeah. that's the biggest question. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. We're asking if you've had to hand in the cool badge and Drew has texted us saying, morning, Dave. I'm Drew from Wokingham and I must offer you back my cool badge. At my friend's younger sister's birthday, the cake was described by someone as lit, so I offered a lighter to light the cake. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> 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 Apparently, I'm no longer hip. There's a lot to unpack there, Drew, but yes, we do need your badge, I'm afraid. Sorry about that. Um, And now, well, listen to this from from Ben. The first time I listened to this segment several weeks ago, I actually wondered why so many people had badges with the word cool written on them. To be honest, I was slightly upset that nobody thought I was cool enough to buy me a badge. (laughs) As it appeared that everybody else had one. It took me a while to realise what was going on. I'm just not 
down with you and Matt and the team. You can have my badge, Dave. Not that I ever had one anyway. <laughs> that is so uncool. <laughs> <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's 8.38 on your Wednesday morning. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. A charm as always having you on board. And now comes the pylon chat you've all been waiting for. We don't mean when somebody scores a goal and you all lay on top of him or her. No, no, no. no. We yes. mean the things that supply electricity to the nation. What's known in the south, of the south as a bundle. Yeah, you bundle. Oh, yeah. Do, in the middle. I know in the north you pile on. In the south you bundle. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Oh, so in the Midlands you... Oh, we would pile on. You're a pylon kind pile of thing. Or a cob or a balm, depending on where yes. else you're on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. Both are delicious. <laughs> yeah. uh, wherever you live, it's always nice to have a balm. I might have a cob after the show, actually. Anyway, I digress. Uh, so every Thursday on the show, we like to join a another club or society as recommended by you. So we're going to be doing this again tomorrow. Let me know if there is a club or society that you are a member of you think should be brought to people's attention. Email me dave at absoluteradio.co.uk or of course you can text in uh, at 81215. And last week we joined the Pylon Appreciation Society and we did that thanks to Liam in Wimbledon who joins us right now. Good morning to you Liam. Good morning to you all, Dave, Matt, Emma and Glenn. Good morning, lovely to speak with you again. Well, and you, oh, sir. Uh, when we spoke last week, you were on holiday in Santorini. Have you returned home or are you still living it up? No, I've returned home to reality, feet back on the ground uh, and underneath the desk. OK. Uh, I want to ask you a quick question. This came about a little earlier in the show. Are you the kind of person who unpacks his case as soon as you get back or do you like to let it like live and breathe for a couple of weeks in the corner of the room? No, I cannot stand a festering case. It has to be unpacked <laughs> and squared away. I hear you, brother. That's why you're back on the show. <laughs> now, um, when we joined the Pylon Society, Matt and I went about researching it as much as we possibly could because when mm. we join a club or society, we really go into it 100%. We have been genning up, boning up. We've been revising all things Pylon. And producer Claire tells me that you've put together a three-question quiz on Pylons. Absolutely, yeah. We had a few to uh, choose from, and it was whittled down just to, shall we say, give you guys a, a fighting chance. OK, so in that case, Matt, are you ready for yeah, this? Yeah. Is this the first ever live pylon quiz? Certainly, yeah. National Radio? I feel like I've learned quite a lot about pylons, though, over the past few days. You've been jenning up, yeah, yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. Me too, me too, my friend. OK, Liam, give us question one. Question one for the first and possibly last pylon quiz. <laughs> Where are the <laughs> tallest pylons in the UK? The tallest pylons in the UK. They, um, do you know this one? I seem to remember them being in the Thames. <laughs> do you think so? Genuinely. Do you think so? <laughs> what, in London? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it makes sense. OK. Yeah, yeah. The so big, the, no, the capital I'm, city houses the highly, the tallest? They're the biggest, biggest ones that you'll ever see. Are they the near Thames. the Thames, Liam? Uh, you're, you're absolutely spot on. Oh! Hold on, Matt Dyson. Pile on me. Yeah. <laughs> They actually span the Thames at Turok, impressively 623 feet high, majestic wow. and impressive. Huge. Wow. Didn't know that. Go have a look, but not yeah. when you're driving. OK, no, OK. Yeah. <laughs> Good yeah. advice. OK, so that's one out of three. Question two, please, Liam. Getting a little bit harder. Who chose the first pylon design and in what year? Oh, easy. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know this? No, of course <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Do you oh. know this? No, I'm, I, this seems quite, uh, yeah. I'm so sure. who was it? Who chose the, what was the question again? 
who chose the first pylon design and in what year? What year? I mean, we know that they've not been around for too long. Was it like the 30s or 40s they pylon first appeared in the landscape? I think it's earlier than that. Really? Let's okay. We're not going to get we're not going to get the name of the designer. Let's have a stab at the year. Nineteen. My nan's birth year. Nineteen twenty-two. Pretty close. 1928. Oh, wow, my, my nan was born before there were pylons. <laughs> I'm seeing her today. I can't wait to <laughs> drop that yeah. little fact. Um, so who, who designed them then? I'm sorry, she's going to love you. 1928, the architect Sir Reginald Bloomfield uh, first design oh. used by the Central Electricity Generating Board. It was a competition. He's a very famous... Architect, wow. there's some there's some extra required reading for you. Okay, yeah, okay, it's good. It's a fact that's going to live long in everyone's memory. I'm sure yeah. who's listening right now. Um, and what's your last question, please, Liam? A uh, little bit of trivia on top of trivia. Which model manufacturer makes DIY pylon model kit? <laughs> Does such a thing exist. <laughs> Well, well make... it must do because it's scale scale modelling, you know, yeah. like railways and stuff. Ah. You know, people like to have it looking exactly as the, you know, like real life, don't they? Yes. Yeah. You've I, been to a model village recently. Someone must you'd be have making them buy the pylons. A, buy a Hornby train set, or yeah, so it's either. Airfix so or, or Hornby. They're the two biggies, aren't they? Really. Tossic. Let me spin the wheel, actually. <laughs> oh. But surely it's Airfix, isn't yeah, it? Yes, spin they... the wheel. Uh, it's, it's landed on purple, which I think is Hornby. Is it Hornby? <laughs> Purple is the winning colour. It is Hornbeam. Yeah! <laughs> wow. Um, Liam, it's been lovely talking to you. Thank you very much indeed for the quiz. Uh, you pile on appreciation, folk. Keep on trucking. Lovely having you on the show. We will be joining a new society tomorrow morning. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. So it's nice every now and again when we get to thread something through an entire broadcast. <coughs> and this morning <coughs> is one of those days. Because uh, a couple of hours ago, we asked you to finish the sentence, I can't trust anyone who. And you could finish that sentence at 8, 12, 15, and we return with another batch because it's been wildly popular. You are an untrusting bunch of listeners, and I respect that in you. I really do. <laughs> Dave, I can't trust anyone who says years young after their age. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah I.e., I'm 40 years young. And yeah. that's from Melissa in Sidcup, who uh, finishes her text with 33 and three quarters years young. Um, I can't trust anyone who wears their watch on their right wrist. Oh, from so true. John. That's right, if you're left-handed, that's okay. Yes. Are you left-handed? I am. There you go, that's fine. fine. Okay, okay. Uh, so all don't trust anyone left-handed, John. That's quite a way of going through life, isn't it? I can't trust anyone who wears a matching tracksuit as a day-to-day fashion item, says Adam. Wow. Ooh, yeah. Unless you're in gold looking change. Bill. Should we do that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was more of a onesie, but let's not get into that right now. Uh, Dave, can't trust anyone who tries to get off a plane before it parks up from Mark in Newark. There are those... I'm, I'm yeah. a stander-upper before we've, we've yeah. come to a stop. I think. Yeah, be patient. Be patient, yeah. Um, I can't trust anyone, open brackets, male, close brackets, who doesn't have sideburns. And that's from <laughs> Mark in oh. Welling Garden Well, City. some of us can't grow them, so <laughs> let's... Or it's worse when they cut them up too high. They cut, they cut high. the sideburn off too high, so it's halfway up the That is where you're demonstrating, and that's yeah. really high. <laughs> that's when the, yeah. Super oh, high. Really uh, morning, Dave. Never trust anyone with a tiny mouth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no name on that. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Hi, breakfast team. An old... This is 
brilliant. Hi, Breakfast Team. An old friend used to say, never trust a man who combs his hair in public. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's fair Ivan enough. From <laughs> it was always That was always a sign of, of a bad guy in ITV drama Heartbeat. <laughs> yeah, either that or a character from Greece. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As soon as you saw somebody in the local village near a bicycle combing yeah, their hair in public, it. that bicycle was going to be gone and Nick Berry needed to get involved. Get one of those <laughs> flick combs out, yeah. Oh, oh maybe we should bring back the flick comb. Oh, yeah, yeah, but then we got to do it in public. Let's, let's, oh, someone write that down. Yeah. Uh, people who yeah. end a telephone conversation by saying bye about six times. Yeah. Okay, bye-bye, 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 bye-bye. Yes, yeah. We know people who do that, yeah, don't we? Yeah, a lot of people do that. Uh, so there we go. That finishes the sentence, I can't trust anyone who... Thank you. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Time for the Daily Smash. As the cling film versus tinfoil debate raged earlier on in the show, we're doing items associated with the kitchen and the playlist. Uh, as always, we get the ball rolling from ones from inside the studio. Uh, Mike Oldfield classic Spatula Bells is what I'm bringing to the, to the playlist. Bells, yes, good. To the show, good. very good. Uh, what do you think, Matt? Uh, Nutribullet for my Valentine. Uh, <laughs> mop the hoople. <laughs> and the Radiohead classic uh, fake plastic mug trees. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do people still kitchen. have mug trees? Yeah, they yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. 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 Where else are you going to hang your mugs? Yeah, well, I, I have them <laughs> on a, a shelf like an idiot. <laughs> in a cupboard, <laughs> a spoon. <laughs> uh, Emma, what you got? A fridge over troubled water. Oh, hey! so yes. In the midnight scour by BB King oh, and girls nice. on Clingfield. Oh, yes. very nice. <laughs> very nice, Glenn. Uh, dude looks like a ladle. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh, you mean Fred? I know Fred. <laughs> <laughs> Tears on my Brillo. Oh, and a wow. return to blender. Oh, <laughs> very good work wow. from the people in the room today. Excellent stuff. Over to you at 8.12.15 or tweet us at Absolute Radio. We'll have a batch on the way. Uh, I can see them popping up as we speak. James of Staffordshire, well done for sorted for eggs and whisks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, rage Against the Washing Machine from Liam uh, the Sweep yeah. and Blender Carlisle plus Brandon self-raising flowers from Rod, uh, Rob in Old Hill. Uh, as I say, keep them coming. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Oven is a place on earth. Fridgeor. Oh, yes. (laughs) Sink Floyd, Whisk You Were Here, a double whammy from Russell in Braintree. Careless Whisker. Oh, wow, nice. (laughs) From Toby. Uh, Thank you very much indeed for these. They're brilliant. We are smashing together anything you'd associate with the kitchen and the playlist. Matt, we had any tweets? Uh, Aladdin Sane on Twitter says, Stand by your pan. Uh, Radio Arga. It's from oh, Guy, Guy Howard and Florence and the Lean Mean Grilling Machine from <laughs> Tony Barnett. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. And the daily podcast shall be called <clears throat> Cardi B's Cling Film Situation. Oh, wow. Coming hot off the heels of yesterday's Your Little Gremlin is the size of a duty-free Toblerone. (laughs) (laughs) You should download the podcast and listen, then you'll realise that some of these occasionally make some sense. Mm. Um, I can't believe I'm staring at a friend of mine for over ten years and also the UK's biggest Cardi B fan. Well, yeah, I now know all about Cardi B, yeah. She was the first female rapper to top the Billboard Hot 100 in America. Of course she was. I'm hearing now, yeah. If you cut Matt Dyson, he bleeds Bodak yellow. Yes. (laughs) 
<laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> I'm also going to start from tomorrow morning speaking again every time. At I the say end something. of every sentence. Yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> I'm not comparing the two, but um, Cardi B does this thing where she finishes a sentence. We learned this from producer Mark, um, who's moved over from a youth orientated yeah. radio station. Um, Cardi B goes at the end of every sentence. Um, I interviewed. Um, Gwen Stefani once and uh, I was told on the TV and I was told um, not to mention uh, the three Japanese women who were with her because oh, they were yes. Gwen's imaginary friends so I was told to keep up the pretense by the record label not to mention really? the three people <laughs> following her around <laughs> they, they were real though. Yeah. They, I, I saw wow. them I said hello to them because yeah. it was rude to ignore them you know wow. very British hello imaginary friends how do you do welcome yeah. to the show wow. um, so we'll leave you with that little piece of uh, <laughs> ammunition to go to the pub with and we'll be back tomorrow when you wake up thank you ever so much for tuning in Arrivederci he came he saw he tried to conquer but alas we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.